you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Guardian. Guardian. Welcome to episode 82 of In Orbit, Mash Shows Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and to you, the Destiny community. Wherever you are and however you're listening to us, we want to thank you as always for making this show a part of your Destiny experience. My name is Jorge. My name is Jordan. And on today's show, we got our favorite guest, Mr. Anthony himself, Sleeping Dogfish. Say hi. Hey guys, good to be here. Thank you so much for having me on again. It's always a blast to be here. We love you on the show. Thank you very much for joining us again. And before we begin our show, we want to make sure that you guys are checking out all the other amazing podcasts that are available here on the Mash Shows Buttons Network. Get involved with the show by sending us tweets to at InOrbitPodcast or send us an email. InOrbitPodcast at gmail.com. I had to think about it for a second. On today's show, we're going to be talking about all about Destiny 2. Now... We'll first talk about the TWAB, since that's not really a spoiler, but I want to give you guys a heads up. If you guys want to go into the game completely fresh and new, the show is going to have a lot of spoilers. So after the TWAB, we'll go ahead and give you a heads up. You may not want to join us for the rest of the show when we understand, but we hope you guys do join, um, as there's a lot of conversation going on, especially today. A lot of stuff dropped. We'll first start off with the TWAB. So the official intros to the EDZ um, with Devrim K, Hawthorne, Cade 6, and the official launch trailer are up on Bungie.net. We'll go ahead and show, uh, include the link to the TWAB on the show notes. Destiny 2 PC beta pre-install begins Friday, which is today, the 25th at 10 a.m. So by now, you guys should, if you're on PC, be able to download the game and get ready for the big, big Exciting time that's going to be start that's going to happen next week. Um, PC players are finally going to be able to play Destiny on the PC, at least the beta. Um, we know that you guys are going to have to wait until October for the full version, but at least you guys get a little taste of what it's like to play Destiny in at least those buttery smooth, those extremely buttery smooth 60 frames per second. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there's some PAX schedule details. Um, Bungie will be at the show. And again, we'll also include that in the show notes. Um, but that's pretty much it for the TWAB. It was actually a really, really straightforward TWAB. Um, despite all the news that dropped, wasn't too much in there. However, there was a lot of news dropped throughout this week. Oh, so yeah. here's the heads up, guys. <laughs> we love you. We wish you want, you know... We're stay on the show, but you understand. So here's a big heads up. We're going to be talking spoilers, a lot of spoilers, but we're going to have fun with it. And we're not, we're not going to be talking story. That's the one thing we definitely won't be talking about on the show. So 
Like I said, if you want to go in with a completely clean experience, you may not want to listen to this show, but I can guarantee you we will not be talking story. Um, we may talk about our opinions or thoughts of where the story may go, but we won't talk about the actual story since there's really not anything with the story related. So that's the one thing I did want to mention. So let's jump into it because this is the exciting time. We finally get a glimpse of the European <laughs> dead zone, Mr. EDZ himself. Um, and we Mr. get our. How dare you assume gender? Gosh, <laughs> my missus. <laughs> I, I like those buildings. They're so peaky. Anyway, <laughs> the European dead zone looks really, really fresh. It looks really, really clean. I like it when this... you call me an A-frame. Go on. <laughs> oh, Jordan, you got some fantastic uh... arches. Anyway. <laughs> work the curvature out. is just lovely. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going so off the rails already. Um, so, yeah, okay. like a, the, the European dead zone... Despite like it looking grimy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you guys, the buttresses on uh, the buttresses on that. Mm, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I oh, like yeah. buttresses. And you cannot lie. <laughs> what but did I do? Do it European dead zone. <laughs> Despite looking grimy and broken down, it looks really, really pretty. Um, what did you guys think of the actual look? Because we finally get to see it in action. Uh, well, honestly, like we've seen it sort of before because we did some crucible uh, map. So we did a crucible map there, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, that was what I expected it to look like. But it looks it does. It looks better. I'm really happy with the way it looks. Um, and I'm really excited to see how big and um, I, I want to explore the thing. I don't know. I, I, my thoughts aren't complete because I'm actually really excited about it. So, um, yeah, it looks amazing to me. It looks good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks pretty great. Like, everything looks a lot like, you know, uh, what is that map? Widow's Court? Widow's is that Court, what it is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, it looks a lot like that. It's got that familiar feel and everything to it, but it's just fresh and new and shiny and smoothed out. And those lovely buttresses, I mean, they're just oh all God. over the place. It's pretty great. <laughs> just <laughs> um, No, I, I really like I. So I will be honest here. I haven't seen a whole lot of everything because I had a crazy busy week. Mm -hmm. But what I've gotten to see the little clips and stuff here and there and screenshots, I've seen a lot of screenshots. It looks so nice. Um, I do have some complaints in some of the videos, but we'll get to that uh -oh. a little bit later. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I, the one thing... So, I, I, I did watch IGN's video. I watched Game Informer's video. And the very you short... You watched the whole um, thing? I had nothing to do with work today, okay, man? I just, <laughs> Damn. No, that's good, man. That's but, respect. So, the the one thing I will say that I that I found very interesting about the European Dead Zone was... It, it kind of reminds me of Venus. And when I, what I mean by that is this. So when you start in Venus, like there's the caves, there's the fallen, you see all this fallen iconography, it, like it feels like its own specific area. And then you go down a little bit and all of a sudden it's full on Vex, Vex architecture, Vex everything yeah. all over the place. Then there's the jungle area, even though it has Vex stuff, there's it's mostly jungle feeling. And then you get to the area where you have the academy and like 
it feels like there's huge segments all over this planet that you're going to explore. Um, very similar with the European Dead Zone because you have the buildings that are very clearly clearly there. Then there's the area where you go underground. You're going into the tunnels. You're going into the um, uh, the subway system. Then there's the, yeah. the Cabal base that they started setting up, and it feels like if if you want to take a, a piece of Mars, the, the Mars uh, bases that they've set up, and put that in the middle of the jungle, think that. Like you have all these different contrasting themes going on, and I like that. I like when I'm when there's all these different themes going on because I like to see contrast. I like to see that I'm moving through an actual space, and the place looks gigantic. I am so excited to go through and explore this area and see the different lost sectors and adventures. And they were doing a whole bunch of that, and it looks so much fun. I am so ready for Destiny Two. I, I really am. And we have a map now. Yay! I'm so excited about that. <laughs> that was one of the things that I saw. I was like, oh my gosh, there's a map and you can read it. And it, it's clear. It's relatively clear. You can tell what's going on. You know where you're at. Oh, such a huge quality of life improvement. Absolutely. However, now that you mentioned that, here <laughs> comes my beef. Because I saw it on the video. So the, the guy pulled... Uh, this was a Game Informer video. He goes and opens up one of the golden chests that are on European Dead Zone. I'm not going to talk about what's in the golden chest at this point. We'll talk about that later. But then he opens up the map, and it looks like he's going from chest to, um, like, a like I just said it, and I forgot the name of the dungeon. Lost Sector, thank you. Um, he, he looks like he's looking for the Lost Sector, and you can't put, like, a pinpoint icon or something there which after horizon zero dawn and um <laughs> zelda like these are things that are you kind of expecting with maps yeah. and can't do that and i'm like i want to press the button i want to put an icon maybe it's just maybe i'm nitpicking a little bit but it, it like i could see like it being a little annoying like going from map to back to main game to back to map main game and maybe putting like a uh, like a waypoint signal or something. Well, are we 100% sure that you can't do that though? It looked like like they were actually trying to put a waypoint signal in, in the video. Now, again, I have no yeah. confirmation. I didn't play the game, so I cannot confirm. But it when I was watching the video, it looked like they were actually trying to put a waypoint signal and they couldn't. So, I didn't see any, when I was looking at the buttons, usually on the bottom of the screen, it tells you B goes back or A presses this. Yeah. Like, I didn't see any button press to put in a waypoint signal. And I hope that they implement that maybe in the future because going back and forth between the map and the the actual main gameplay would kind of get annoying and repetitive, at least yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah, they so did. You know, I just thought about something. They they said they made changes to the PC beta, mm -hmm. so maybe we'll see. Um, well, we're not going to see Patrol. Never mind, scratch it. We're, we're not yeah. going to see additional stuff. Okay, no, it's we'll, just, have to, we'll have to wait for the game. It's mostly like mechanic kind of stuff that I saw that they changed for PC, like yeah, how yeah, things right. work and all that. Yeah, they they updated the grenade damage on PVE enemies, uh, the recharge rate. <laughs> <laughs> the points for control. So several small things they fix. It's kind of like a mini update to the old up, um, 
old beta. The old way beta build. Yeah. That way it's not like the same exact experience and the problems that people were having. They already said that there's going to be some clinks to work out and things that they need to fix that, that aren't going to be in the full version in the PC beta version. So don't expect the right. absolute clear, clean version. Expect a similar experience as to what we got on console. But I'm really, really excited to see how this game plays and on PC. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just really, really... I'm blown away that it's actually going to be on PC. Like, oh Wait. So wait, hold on. Are both of you playing PC beta? I'm not. I think oh, you're not. I, okay. I will be playing the beta at the very least. Mm-hmm. I probably okay. won't play uh, PC just in general, but because that's three consoles to have Destiny on, and that might be a little bit much. I don't know yeah. for sure. No, that's understandable. But, uh, but yeah, I I will uh, I will play the beta for sure, just because oh. I want to get as much Destiny in as possible. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't yeah. for the fact that I didn't have a, a Mac Mini, I would most likely, <laughs> if I had a big tower, I'd be like, oh, yo. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people um, that I've talked to are like really excited to play it on PC. So I don't I don't think that the PC is going to take over from the console uh, population necessarily, but um, you're going to have a pretty strong community on PC. So, um, yeah. If that's your thing, you're uh, you're gonna be set. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, let's let's go back to the videos. Um, we already know th- this has already been mentioned on the Bungie podcast, so it's not really a spoiler. But we kind of had our first confirmation that we're gonna be getting exotics as we level up. Um, there was already yeah. um a, an exotic shown that was um he already had it in his or they already had it in, in their inventory. Um, it was a pulse rifle that any kills you got would cause the target to explode. And we already saw this exotic in action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> An Amalon pulse rifle. Oh, the stability is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's going to be a laser. <laughs> oh, my God, it's void. It's just going to, again. <sighs> you know, and, 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 and you're getting excited <laughs> for this. And, you know, some people may be out there thinking, hey, you know what? These weapons in the past, who knows? It could be total trash. But remember, remember now, now you can actually balance individual weapons properly. So yes. I'm good. I'll get excited for a weapon that has a cool perk like that for sure. An Omelon. And yeah, an Omelon, an Omelon pulse rifle. I don't think we've had Om- Omelon pulse rifles. No, we haven't. We have not. No. We had Omelon scouts. We had hand cannons. Hand cannon, a sniper, and I think that's it. No auto fusion rifles. Right. Did we have an Omelon auto rifle? There's only been one. I almost, I almost missed hard light, and that was hard light. Hard yeah. light, right? Okay, I just, oh. yeah, it just came to me. Um, yeah, and we know how stable all of the uh, Omelon weapons. Uh, appeared to be, or they felt in Destiny 1, so if they continued that trend, yeah, I totally agree with you. The stability, I bet you that thing will be a laser. It's an exotic. Got a cool perk. Um, sort of curious, like, with these some of these guns, like, you know, with you, even with the ability to balance individual weapons, like, how are they going to... I just totally hit my mic with my hand. How are they going <laughs> to prevent some of these guns from being OP and crucible? That may be a conversation for another time, but just a thought. Are you talking about the exotics or just guns in general? 
guns like an exotic like that like how are they going to balance that I'm, i mean to be honest uh, considering that the you think that's I don't think that that perk is going to be OP because no? Firefly has never been an OP perk for okay. PvP. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it's it, if you if you can get the occasional kill or like the splash damage, but I've I've never even when Icebreaker kills somebody, like yes, it does massive damage to whoever's next to the guy, but it doesn't flat out kill him unless he took a couple hits. Yeah. So I don't think that yeah, that's true. I don't think it's going to be an OP perk, and I I'm pretty sure, at least this is my feeling, that they're taking a hard look at how these perks work, and they'll yep. heavily modify like the damage output or whatever. I'm 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 almost it's 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 impossible to say that it was like oh I'm absolutely sure it's going to be absolutely perfect. And it's not going to get messed up, but like. <laughs> considering how oh <laughs> but <laughs> but considering how how much you know flack they've gotten over the years over the balancing i'm pretty sure that given the new system that they've implemented ways to properly balance this game in terms of pvp yeah yeah i'm no, really I, hoping I, like that i they, said oh sorry <laughs> okay i was just gonna say i'm really hoping that they start treating pvp and pve a little separately too i mean now that they have more control over individual guns that's great that helps them with balancing things a lot more but if they can even further go to where you know it's the changes that affect pvp might not affect pve as much that would Mm -hmm. be great yeah that's what we were hoping for but i'm not 100 percent convinced that that's what they were going to do i want to have this conversation at another at a later date sometime yeah. after the game drops properly yeah <laughs> um, i definitely want to have david here because I'll, we all know that he's had a lot of thoughts on this in the past so oh yes um, yeah I, I i'm just yeah. based on the beta i think <laughs> that we got a pretty good um feeling of how pvp is gonna feel except for for grenade launches it's still hot garbage i'm hoping that in the pc beta they Improve the grenade launches just a little bit more because they're they were so bad it made me so sad they yeah i hardly i picked one up once and i shot it once and i was like what the heck how did that not kill that guy and then i was like yeah i'm never touching these again <laughs> and i i basically did however i will mention uh in one of the videos i saw somebody using a grenade launcher and it looked like it was freaking wrecking stuff so that seems like a good sign Hopefully. Yeah. Dude, uh, the grenade launcher thing, um, I hope they change them because they seemed really, really weak in the beta uh, for console. Uh, and it, it to, to me, it should have been a type of weapon that I don't think it would have done as much damage or I, I wouldn't have expected it to do as much damage as a rocket launcher necessarily, but I would have expected it to at least like, you know, knock enemies back and things like that. You know, like it's a grenade launcher, like concussion grenades or something that provide some sort of like a like a shockwave would have been cool like it didn't seem to have a whole lot of impact yeah that'd be cool i would i <laughs> yeah. would trade that's what i was thinking when i was using it i was like i would trade damage the damage was low but i'd be okay with it if it did something cool like knock enemies back like hey there's a bunch of enemies there i need to get through an area or get to a more advantageous spot boom let's use my grenade launcher blow these enemies back they just literally get knocked down doesn't necessarily kill them all but it allows you to Go through, get to your spot, do something. Imagine that in the Crucible. Oh my God, can you imagine that in the Crucible? 
Oh my yeah, god! I think the way to balance them really is to give them a little bit more ammo. Um, I think in the, if I'm not mistaken, in the beta, we only got what is it, three shots for a grenade launcher, and sometimes it took like all three shots to kill one person. So I think in PvP, yeah. I, I think the way to balance it out is to give them more ammo. Maybe make it six shots. Uh, I know it's you're you're going down a slippery slope because you could theoretically get six one-hit kill shots, but they're pretty hard to really land shots. Um, but I'm hoping that other grenade launch maybe it was just that grenade launcher. I'm hoping other grenade launchers are either have a bigger explosion or more have more use and we still haven't seen an exotic grenade launcher and we know that they're gonna be in there. I, yep. I mean yep. just it's an I assumption. Know. But I think it's a pretty safe assumption to say that there will be an exotic grenade launcher. I could easily see a grenade launcher doing uh the old uh what is it? Remember how Dragon's Breath used to be where like the, the point of impact used to leave that uh solar grenade? Solar grenade kind I of could thing. see yeah. you doing yeah, yep. that with like an exotic grenade launcher where it's like from like three Ooh yeah, I was kind of thinking like a napalm kind of arc, thing where you some grenades. fire on the ground. Like arc grenade launcher. Like it's like basically like you'd be throwing arc grenades, but like at, with a launcher. So, oh, man, you could do tons of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool if like they had it where you could actually like where grenade launchers could have different types of grenades to them. But I don't see that I mean, as a I mean, uh, maybe what? there'll be like a like a crowd control kind of one where, you know, like there's some of those grenade shells like in real life where they just shoot out a mm. ton of pellets. So maybe there'll be shrapnel one that's kind bomb? of like a big shotgun kind of thing. Yeah, like a shrapnel type oh, thing. Man. That could be kind of interesting. Yeah, when you were talking about the different grenade types, uh, Jordan, <laughs> I immediately thought of Horizon Zero Dawn, like put <laughs> all those different grenades, like the, what is it, a dark grenade, ice grenade, freezems, like... <laughs> Dude, dude, I I, I want <laughs> oh there to God. be more elements. There's so many cool ideas yeah. they could do with it. There's so many cool I ideas. I want could more elements in Destiny. I, I think like like I'm looking at Cold Heart and I'm immediately picturing like Mr. Freeze. Ice to meet you. And like when I <laughs> <laughs> and when I yes, please. Uh, and every time you use that, you ice have to, to say meet that. you. That's, I feel like that's a rule. Hey everybody, <laughs> chill. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it was a little disappointing when i saw it and like nobody froze i was like why is it called cold heart i obviously the the, the reason is called or, like, reason it's called cold heart is because <laughs> the cooling system inside but i still want to see like ice in the game i'm going full on pokemon now it's super effective i want to see ice yeah <laughs> i want to see uh <laughs> I agree, though. Yeah. I agree. I think it would be cool. I, I would love to see that. They, they, maybe they have the ability to add something like that in the game somehow, but I don't see it yet because we've seen enough of the weapon HUDs and mm-hmm. UI. It doesn't look like it's there, but maybe, maybe Destiny 3. I mean, you can even go. I'm kind of going to another game now. <laughs> They can take a cue Uh-oh. from Metroid Prime 2, <laughs> where there was the light energy, there was a the dark Whoa. energy. Where'd you... I'm sorry? <laughs> where are you pulling no, this so, from? <laughs> so, like, when I... So, Metroid Prime, you have the light energy, which I think was, if I'm not mistaken, like, slow, heavy shots, and then mm. dark energy, which was faster shots, but, like, there was 
in the dark energy, you could use freeze weapons, like they'll freeze or encapsulate okay. an enemy. So you could do the same thing with like void yeah. effects, like keep them trapped within an, uh, like a uh. vortex. So, so it's Ooh. not exactly freezing, but you're using the concept of void to like, you know, keep them. Tra- that sounds like it would be a cool uh-huh. warlock mm-hmm. ability. I yeah. Mean, to have like I'd a grenade that. that could There's do something There's so much like that. they could do with these abilities. I, I don't want to see just damage type. I want it to be like affect you. Like <gasps> obviously when you think electricity, yeah. you're thinking like, I'm going to go fast. <laughs> like. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> what about oh, a, so you're saying- what about a hunter ability, like a void hunter ability, like a tether that would suck enemies in. So instead of like holding them in place, it would like suck them all to a point. Can you imagine like, Seeing a bunch of like vandals or some low level enemies, you just shoot a tether, all of a sudden they go zhoop, boop, and get all stuck to like a pile, <laughs> and you just like, you know, just see them there. Like, Wah! yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then you throw a throw a rocket launcher at them or something. Yeah, and then you just like, then God, you just concentrate your fire in one you. spot. That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Hey, you know, is this is this too early to even mention? Is it too early to even mention that we? Uh, it seems I don't want to say a hundred percent confirmed or anything. But it seems like we're getting the Taken King oh, subclasses you went back. There, didn't you? Woo! So, Why not? There. <laughs> it's important. It is. It so, is. It is. This is what we do. This is what we talk about. So when I, <laughs> that's the point. When of the I was show. talking earlier about the golden chest, when they when he opened up the golden chest, there was a warlock artifact in there that heavily implied, and based on what we're seeing, it's most mm. likely true mm. that you get to unlock subclasses while playing the game um yeah what they're like or how they're unlocked we don't know but just based on the fact that he got the artifact it gave him a quest you open up a subclass that way and kind of going into another spoiler uh there was trophies released and one of the trophies or three of the trophies are unlock all the subclasses for hunter titan and warlock so we already know that subclasses are going to be unlocked in some way shape or form so that's going to be an exciting thing and i am so excited to see what destiny 2 versions of night stalker sunbreaker and stormcaller are going to be like because i have to say like they were my favorite subclasses in destiny 1 like the other the other uh, subclasses are very very fun but these felt like they felt refined. They felt like they were something special. They, they they were given new animations as opposed to copies of other animations. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. What? They, they weren't my favorite <laughs> in a lot of ways. I felt like they were a little overpowered You're compared overpowered. to the other ones. That was a big... <laughs> that was just my only gripe <laughs> with them back when they came out. Like It just felt like they were so good that it was almost like, should I even bother using the old subclasses? I mean, tickle fingers. Seriously, tickle fingers. <sighs> yeah. Unlimited. Oh, six guardians. It'd be a shame if I had my super. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, personally, I ran Voidwalker like almost all the time. Voidwalker was a lot of fun, but... and I'm really, really excited to play it around with Voidwalker. I want to see the second, um, second path, the, the bottom path that was unlocked, that was yeah. locked away. I'm really excited to play vo- with Voidwalker because 
like you, I, I had a lot of fun. Um, I just kept throwing scatter grenades and watching my health come back. I'm like, yay. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, it was great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. We've already known for a while now that they were kind of in the game. There were heavy hints that were put in, in um, when Mark Noseworthy was asked, uh, what about Night Stalker or whatever? He could have said easily they're not in the game at this point because they've already answered questions. Yeah, but they were true. like, we're not ready to discuss anything else about the game at this time. So he can't. He gave an answer that was like, well, that was weird. Okay, we well, could have just said no, but you kind of went with that. I was like, I guess they might be in the game. Is that what you're saying? Wink, wink. And considering that Bungie approved the, these videos, like there are specific icons popping up, and there's things saying, like for example, arc subclass. Bungie easily could have told them, you know, either block that out or wait until later on to show that part of the video, but they let them put put it in. So it's kind of safe to say that these things were intentional by Bungie. It was kind of like, here you go. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how these subclasses play out. <laughs> Sparkles. Um. Yeah. So n- next thing I wanted to talk about was the public events. Did you guys at least see some of that stuff? Oh, they a little bit did. Yeah. I'm a fan. Of... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. It seems like it's it's so. I mean, I didn't get to watch much. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like a lot of the public events like you do one and then it kind of mm-hmm. leads to another one like they're progressional which seemed pretty cool to what me. i saw it seemed like so you have first off they're happening more frequently which is amazing i love that mm-hmm. but it seems that there's also like public events within public events like you were saying so we already knew that in speci- in certain public events enemies or majors would pop up. And if you kill those majors, it would unlock other majors that would pop up, eventually coming up to a boss of some sort. It might not be an actual boss-looking creature, but it might be like a VIP. There were VIPs all over the video, by the way. And if you kill the VIP while you're doing the public event, you get a better reward. And we're seeing um, EDZ tokens, um, which help level up your faction in the EDZ. Um, We see um, planetary materials of some sort. We see different things that are out there that that help level your character up or give you new rewards. Um, Engrams of some sort. And by the way, did you notice that Engrams automatically decrypt? Instead of just being the Engram, you get the weapon right there. Yep, they look like an engram on the ground, but then they actually decrypt as you pick them up. I love that. Yes. Thank yeah, God. Like, that's... <laughs> it was we hated, so annoying. to go. We like... hated going to the Cryptarch, but they finally did. Now, question, mm-hmm. what is the Cryptarch going to do? Because we know Tyra Karn's at the farm. Mm-hmm. Maybe she mm-hmm. has a different purpose or a different role entirely. She had other purposes. Yeah. Right. But she... they, I mean, you're not going to go to her for those stupid uh, artifact things. There's got to be more to it than that, right? She wants you to touch her body. <laughs> maybe, maybe that you can still. Cool. Maybe she's a faction as she well wants a that you can body massage. <laughs> oh God, you remember that? Yes, you I do. I'm, I'm very sad that you went there. Um, I personally think that what you're going to be massage. going to her for is to actually decrypt 
stuff. And when I say decrypt, like I, I think when I hear decrypt, I'm thinking codes. I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. what is this text all about? Like this will activate yes. quests. Um, nice. I wouldn't. I like it. it wouldn't surprise me if you actually do get engrams out there that are actual engrams that decrypt into something else. But something like, like special that's a little different than what we're used to, right? Exactly. So I can see the cryptarch being more cryptarch, decrypting stuff, answering questions. Okay. The next part of the quest lead you need to get the coordinates to something, and you give her like these two things, and she's like, "Oh, this is for this over here. This is for this." I see more utility coming from the cryptarch with regards to quests and items and activities and whatever i know yeah there's a lot there's a lot of possibilities there yeah (laughs) yeah definitely and i think it'd be cool if she had more of a lore type role as well where she's kind of like you were saying you know explaining Mm. some things maybe um Mm. she's kind of a point of contact for some more in-game lore absolutely Mm -hmm. i think that would be pretty awesome I I am completely in agreement with you. I hope that that's how they go with regards to lore. Like you go to her, like you want to learn about the fallen that are there. Like what are their their house or whatever. Like you bring her the information and she gives you like this is the captain of blah blah blah, and he's like so yeah. rah rah rah. <laughs> yeah, and that, <laughs> he likes to. What is he a high school cheerleader? Rah 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 Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Decrypt that, my lore, yes. <laughs> that would just fit too, though, with like the role of cryptarchs in Whoops. the current lore, anyways. You know that mm-hmm. that just makes sense. I feel like if they're the ones that you go to to hear things and learn about kind of stuff, what's going on in the game, and um, you know, I think she could also be kind of a faction as well, kind of like how the cryptarch was in this one, where you could rank them up. You know, maybe there's quests and stuff that you do for her and that gets you more lore, but then maybe you get some rewards out of it, too. Uh, so it's not just about, you know, learning about the game, but you get some actual loot as well, because loot is what it's about, as they say. Up in Canada? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that actually opens up a question like, how many factions do you think that we'll have? And w- when we say faction, we're not just talking about Dead Orbit, New Monarchy, uh, Future right, War right. Cult, where you pledge allegiance to them, to the flag of the United States of Future Monarchy. Vanguard, <laughs> Crucible, all the other places that you can get regular loot packages exactly. from. Exactly. So, like, I mean, just seeing that one character in European Dead Zone, that he's a faction, you level him up, he gives you packages. How many more do you think right. are, are going to be in this game? 32. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, that's a good number. Like, that's a good number. Like the amount of bits in PlayStation One. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So this was actually related to a question that we got from a viewer. Um. But uh, we can. Uh, we'll save the question for now. Later. Yeah. Do you, do you want to? Yeah, we'll save the question for later. I just want to mention. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. yeah. There's I, I, the the whole thing with Devram K, who's the guy in the European Dead Zone. You know, it's like uh, he doesn't have um, a known emblem on him at all. He had sort of something that, yeah. He's a Riddler. He had like something, he had a couple patches on him. And I was trying to look and I don't, I don't know what they are. Why are you We're, checking I them out, man? find out more about that. What's that? So why are you checking them out like that? Yeah. <laughs> checking his patches out. 
Yo, man, you got some nice patches, man. I like them. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm really curious about what the patches mean, actually, because they looked interesting and they were very clear. Like they had words I could read in the video. Yeah. So I was huh. like, all right, I bet you there's something to that. Um, but uh, like you got him and then you have other areas. I'm going to be willing to bet there's a small handful of them. 32. I'm, ho- I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of them. I, I, it seems grindy, but I like like progression in what I'm doing. And one of the things that Destiny 1 had a problem with was at a certain point, kind of lose like what you're doing or like lo- lose a reason for doing what you're doing. Um, so like that's why people were like, well, I should get reputation for going into the raids or doing this, doing that, patrols. And like, yes, you could level up your uh, Vanguard from doing patrols, but there were other things that could have been done um, a little bit more. I mean, we did have bounties with uh, Petra, but they were okay. Um, the ones for Varix, you could only do in Prison Elders, but like this is, you're literally going out there, you're liberating the European dead zone or you're cleaning it up. Like that, that excites me. And, and it looked like you were getting actual good rewards, legendary marks uh, or legendary um, weapons and items like that seemed really, really cool. Yeah, I I hope that there are a lot of factions like you're saying, and I hope that they all have pretty unique styles of loot that you can get from them, too. Like if you do a bunch of stuff for for the European Dead Zone guy, I want to see loot that kind of reflects that. And, you know, I yeah, yeah. You know, like we had that kind of in Destiny 1, but so much of the stuff was like reskins with just different paint jobs on it. So it didn't really necessarily feel super special when you got like a full Future War cult set. At least it didn't to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it if it's a little bit more unique and it has kind of a certain style, like, you know, the European Dead Zone stuff might look more rugged and have like leaves and stuff on it and, you know, uh, some, some extra camo kind of elements to it and you know maybe um maybe if there's a faction on shoots i can't remember the planet where it's mostly water and io io yeah if if you go on io and there's like a faction there maybe those ones are more like urban looking and like industrial or something like that that would be kind of cool and then you know it's just another way that you can show hey i did this thing look at my armor it's pretty cool or like, this is what I focused on, you know, <laughs> I, I would think that'd be really cool. And, you know, that just opens the door for more variety if there are more factions for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I'm really excited to see how we actually level up these weapons or do anything with these weapons because. And, and, and definitely mm-hmm. the look, I, I'm hoping, like we've mentioned on the show, they put in. um transmog into this game because there's so many weapons so many oh yeah i mean one thing that i noticed that that few people were talking while the guy was playing he picked up a blue engram or it turned out to be a heavy weapon it was a sword a blue sword like we've never had blue swords at all we've like like we've only had legendary swords like this is an actual sword anybody can use and this is stuff that like the the kindergartens like they didn't have any access to swords until they got to the, the end game stuff. Right. So it's nice to be able to see like all sorts of heavy weapons of all kinds out there. Grenade launchers, swords, rocket launchers, 
you name it. Like we already know, sniper rifles are going to be in there. Fusion rifles. It's so weird to be calling those power weapons, but I'm excited to see how how these swords play out. Like I, I, I there's so much potential for swords. Imagine yeah. a lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That would be awesome. I mean, that's sort of what the exotics were like. They were sort of like a lightsaber type of type of sword thing. But um, you know, back to Sleeping Dogfish's comment about uh specific mm-hmm. items that were for the factions. I think they're doing that because the European Dead Zone engrams were actually labeled European Dead Zone engrams mm-hmm. in an image or maybe I don't know if it's part of video. I think it was part of an image. I don't know if it was cut from a video because I didn't watch every single video all the way through. Um, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have a feeling that that is the case. I think we're going to get specific loot for areas just like we did for, um, Archon's Forge, for instance. So that's, uh, a little, I know they were sort of reskinned, but, you know, hopefully they are a little more individual, a little more unique to each area, but I think they are going to do that. Cool. That would be so awesome. I would, yeah. I would love it if oh, yeah. there was a specific set that you could only get in the European dead zone, a specific set that you could only get on IO. I, I want more armors in there. Like, like I, th- I thought the Archon's Forge armor looked really, really cool. It's a shame that it had such a low drop rate. Yeah. But yeah. I was so, <laughs> like, it was exciting to know that there was a full set that I could earn in Archon's Forge. Right. Yeah. I did like that stuff. I actually really, really like that stuff. I had a full Warlock set. I couldn't get stuff to drop on the other characters, so <laughs> Weapons were good, too. Yeah, just imagine if you actually... Uh, had good weapons at each area to um to to, to farm after you know uh, that would be that'd be cool i mean we're talking about trying to find reasons we're to play the talking game about it, man. do all this different stuff <laughs> yo we talking about i know i just definitely sounded like i was talking with hey, an accent. <laughs> um we're gonna talk about some heavy weapons and shoving a kryptonite up your butt cheeks okay man da, oh, dead God. zone <laughs> anyway <laughs> All right. So before we continue, Jordan, why don't you go ahead and talk about Mash Those Buttons? Don't tell me what to do. Mash Those Buttons is your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction, and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest gaming news and information on the games you care about and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out all the killer podcasts available today right on the Mash Those Buttons website at www.mashthosebuttons.com. Thank you. Was he was he all like right. sign languaging no. <laughs> while I was doing that? I was pretending to type on the phone. I didn't want to pick up the oh. phone. I, was, I could only see it out of the corner of my eyes. I thought he was doing sign language. That's pretty awesome. Man. No, I don't know sign language. Yeah. Not yet. So I... I... <laughs> I was just gonna say I did want to give a, a shout out to the to the guys over there um, doing the division podcast. We are trying to get them on the show. Um, if you guys remember, Mike Perry actually used to be on this show. Um, he was a guest host. Yeah, when he played for- Destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now he yeah. plays Division. So what does that say about him? Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> I love you, Mike. I love you. Viewpoints shared by Jordan Kallenberg <laughs> are not representative of those of the rest the view, of In Orbit. The viewpoints of the In Orbit podcast are not those of the In Orbit. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but we're, it was we're a joke. I was joking. On. Sick burn, brah. Let's move on. No, but we're, we're gonna try to get him on the show. Uh, the guys over there that play uh, play Division, they actually are. They've been involved with with Bungie games. They've been involved with Destiny, so they know this game. And it'd be really, really cool to get their viewpoints because we know that they haven't been playing for a while. They've been heavily involved in the, in the Division, um, and for that, it scratched an itch that they weren't getting from Destiny. It would be very cool to get their viewpoints on this game and seeing if this makes them want to come back and play the game. Uh, there's a lot of people who Definitely. are really, really excited about this game, excited about the changes, and I'm really excited to see these changes in action. And before we move on to the next section, um, I just wanted to give you guys a chance. Was there anything else that you guys noticed in the Game Informer videos, the IGN videos? Obviously, we talked about a lot. Um, not too much spoiled, obviously. Um, one thing I did want to mention real quick was the actual look of the enemies. They look fantastic. They yes. look threatening, like alien. Like like the Fallen always were kind of alien-ish, but they kind of still like, were restrained. Like now with like, they have like the laser eyes going on. They have mm -hmm. like heavy cloaks. Like these captains, they look almost like a Kel. Like they yeah. look threatening and, and vicious uh the there was one in uh one captain in the um the lost sector that looked almost like skolos in a way mm -hmm. like oh a yeah Skolos. that was the yeah you shared that photo with us yeah it looks really really cool i love the way they look they look absolutely fantastic yeah uh, so even excited. the dregs look good yeah the dregs yes. look cool and the colors are more vibrant i mean let's just let's let's just point out that the whole game just looks a ton better. The colors are more vibrant um, and the enemies as a result look better. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Well, we already know that there's a new fallen enemy called the Marauder, which was actually on the beta. Uh, the Marauder is the, what I call the ninja oh. um, fallen, the ninja Lixney. Oh, the one that has right. a cloak going on. So you've already seen him in the beta, yes. um, but this is the that first time we actually were noticed. on IO, right? During the strike. That was not Io. That was um, Nessus. Yeah. Nessus. I, I'll so, get this right eventually. <laughs> so for people who are watching live, that's kind of what they look. That's the Marauder right there. If you can see the screen on my little thing, but yeah, I think yes. they can see that. Uh, the Marauder looks amazing. The rest of the Fallen look amazing. I'm excited. It's weird to say I'm excited to fight the Fallen again because fought them all in vanilla. We fought them in um, House of Wolves. Bottom in Rise of Iron, and now they come back and like, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they played better. The AI was a little bit nicer. It, it, there was uh, instances where I noticed that the AI was smarter. It was uh, the enemies were surrounding you uh, mm -hmm. on Nessus when you sort of wandered off from where you spawned in at at the beginning of the strike. You wandered off to the right across to where we believe there's a lost sector opening, possibly. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the whole. Uh, sort of battlefield along that strip of land that takes you over to the tower with the Vex gate on top. Those enemies were a pain in the butt. <laughs> now I'm thinking that they were overleveled or we were underleveled to fight them, but it was cool. The Fallen were like running around you and like, you know, it's, I think it was the Marauders, right? Because aren't the Marauders invisible when they come out? Uh, they can't. I think all of them can turn invisible. Because I said oh, in they? the video, I definitely saw... 
Vandals go invisible. I saw mm-hmm. the Captains go invisible. I'm re- I remember seeing Marauders going invisible. Okay, so. so pretty much anything other than a Dreg can go invisible, probably. I mean, it wouldn't even surprise me if we saw Dregs invisible. I mean, I mean, think about it. Maybe. Vanilla Destiny, we actually saw Servitors going invisible. Mm, true. True. What? Weren't there? Yeah. Um, oh. When you're fighting ah, Skolas. I remember that. Fighting Skolas. Yeah, I thought I remember... The- the servitors oh, you have to kill, like the little ghostly oh, yeah, ones. Yeah, I was thinking the ones that shoot at you. Yeah, those are. Yeah, well, you're right. They can shoot. At you. They can. I don't remember them shooting at me. They, at they all. can if if they're visible and they see you. They're like, huh. but it's it's very rare for them to shoot at you. Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't ever shoot at me. Yeah, they don't so, ever shoot. No. <laughs> No, but I think that these videos like really drew the high hype for me. I'm really, really excited for for Destiny Two, and there's it's only less. It's less than two weeks away, guys. Less than two it's weeks. coming less, so soon. Less oh than two weeks. That's weird. That's so weird. I'm trying to strategize and practice my I'm sick voice for when I call my boss. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> I've got the yeah, squirts. I mean, I, yeah. I already told my boss a long time ago, I was like, Destiny 2, don't count on me for two weeks. <laughs> I specifically told him that. They gave me those two weeks off to, like, have a good time. Nice. Like, you damn right. <laughs> Came down with a case of elixniitis. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Actually wow. sort of sounds like a real thing. Kind of. Anyway, guys, <laughs> let's move on to Messages from the Reef. So Messages from the Reef is where we involve you, the community, sending us questions. We answer them here on the show. If you guys want to send us any questions, you can always send it to inorbitpodcast at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at inorbitpodcast. We have a whole bunch of questions to go through this week, so let's just jump into it right now. First question comes from Mr. Juan Diaz. At the end of the mission we all played in the beta, when Gary kicked our faces out, What do you think will happen after that moment? In my opinion, we will decide if we want to stay with our same face, race, look, etc. Or we restart as new Guardians and then we'll see new options Bungie made for us. And what would you say if the only way to gain your light back is through the raid? So, uh, I'm going to kind of jump in first. I can confirm that your character will look the same. You won't be able to change it. Bungie's already stated that. They've already mentioned that. So that's unfortunately, unfortunately um, that's going to be the case. We already know that the raid is going to be way after. So we're going to get our lights in some way, shape, or form in the EDZ. Um, my guess is when you recover, your first the first thing you're going to look for is the ghost. And then, then you're going to go to the EDZ. That's pretty much Maybe. what I'm thinking. Um, I'm kind of thinking that character creation is going to be right off the bat. So like you'll probably have before you even do that first mission, I'm thinking you'll either import your characters or if you don't have any characters or you want to start a new one, you'll do that right then. You'll customize how your character looks and all that jazz uh, right then and there. Um, and then, you know, after that, we'll just have gameplay pretty much. I don't think you're going to do the mission and then get to, you know, decide what your character looks like. Because we're going to have right. to have something at the beginning that says, 
oh, are we playing a warlock or a hunter or a titan anyways, you know? Um, I'm playing a ninja! <laughs> well, I, well, who's to say that they wouldn't do that? She was your starting character. Maybe it'll be a generic starting character, like, for the beta. It, I mean, it could be. I feel like, I don't know, I'm, I guess I'm kind of hoping. Not likely. Yeah, but... I'm kind of hoping that they have something to where your character from the old game it still has like some semblance of similar armor to what she had in the old game. I don't know for sure if that's even possible, but I, I feel like that would be kind of cool if they had that where you start out with armor that looks like what you had and, you know, it, it'll be pretty much worthless right off the bat because you won't have your light to use any of that stuff. But, um, and so you'll probably want to be switching to new stuff. But I think it would be really cool and make you feel like, oh, yeah, this actually is my character if they did something like that. I don't know if that's a possibility because I don't know exactly how the game engine works and all that. But it would be kind of cool if they did. Oh, yeah. So the next question, I'm going to actually read both of them because they're very similar. First one comes from Jamie Broom. So do you feel Bungie has revealed too much information and footage about Destiny 2? Second one comes from our own David Schnoes. What is your opinion on the spoilers leaking and coming out after the embargo? So, as I was talking, I know I was talking to uh, Sleeping Dogfish about this. I think there's a reason why we're getting all this information. I think the EDZ is going to be as close to the Destiny 1 experience that we're going to have in Destiny 2, whereas the other planets like Io, Nessus, and what's the other one? There's another one, and I'm forgetting it. It's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> um, but the other planets are going to be more subdued, or they're going to be completely different. Um, and what I mean by that is it's not going to be a Destiny 1 experience on those planets. Like I could easily see all of Nessus being covered in that Vex milk. And you're going from island to island and you have to drive a pike or your sparrow over the Vex milk. And that's going to be completely different from, like, let's say the European dead zone where you're running around, going through buildings, going underground or whatever. Like, like I'm thinking island hopping on, on Nessus. And then at Io, if I'm not mistaken, that's the, the gas planet, right? Whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, you have, um, no, Io is not the gas planet. Titan's a gas planet. That's where Zavala is. And Titan, you, you go from like another island hopping, but you're teleporting from location to location. And then Io, you're using like Vex structures or whatever, because if I'm not mistaken, that's the Vex planet. Like I could easily see different themes to each planet and European Dead Zone being the closest one to um, Destiny 1 as, as, as you know it. Yeah, I could see that being the case. Oh, so go, go, go ahead. <laughs> I was thinking, I thought I you had that face like you were going to start talking, so I didn't say anything. No, go ahead. Go for it. Um, <laughs> you have that face that um, makes me want to look at you. Yo, that face <laughs> with the back of your head is ridiculous. Um, oh. <laughs> the, uh, the spoilers coming out. So, I, Jorge, your thoughts, I didn't even really... Uh, that That sort of angle didn't even occur to me you know that that's why they did it uh i was sort of like a little curious and confused as to why they 
let so much release like a 90 minute video of gameplay basically letting you play in the european dead zone i was like wow that's a lot they're pretty much showing you everything it seemed to take a little bit of the surprise away for me but um the only reason i watched it was because of the show tonight i oh, wanted okay. to see a little Aww. bit you know <laughs> so you know i didn't watch the entire thing i skimmed through it and uh just got the gist of it mm-hmm. try to you know I, I i looked at like twitter and stuff and tried to see what sort of images people were posting so i could get sort of the highlight reel so to speak of what was shown and i don't want to I, I don't mind the highlight reel as much as i mind the videos because if i sit there and watch the videos it feels like i'm sitting there playing it to some degree so it's like well that's sort of ruined um, and I don't want to talk about some of the things that were ruined for me to some degree because I feel like they're spoilers and I don't want people listening to uh, get that sort of spoiled for themselves. But yeah, I was I have mixed feelings about um, the fact that they let so much out. But Jorge, your thought was very good. I, I didn't think about that. There's probably a lot considering the volume of game and real estate in the game. Um, hopefully we didn't get as much spoiled as we think got spoiled. Yeah. And I'm thinking too, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a selling point to revealing this stuff because there's a lot of people that are very concerned about this game as well. And so they're, they're kind of one to give people a good taste. I mean, you got to think with destiny one, we had that huge beta that let us play like almost half the game it felt like it or i don't know like a quarter of it but you know you got a good taste of what's going on then this beta came out and a lot of people were i think they were still kind of in that same destiny one beta mindset and expecting a lot of stuff like that and so there a lot of people were just a little unhappy with the beta and wanting to see more and wanting to get a better idea of how things work especially things like patrol And so this was a good option for them and a good opportunity for them to show off some of that stuff and show them, hey, here's some of the changes we've made. It's still Destiny, but it's got a whole lot of new features, a lot of quality of life improvements, a lot of things that you're going to like. Come check it out kind of thing. Yeah, I think the one thing Mm -hmm. that was kind of... Everybody was upset about the exotic being shown, but I think, as I mentioned on the show, that there are there's going to be so many exotics. That's my theory that it's easily going to take basically the number of destiny one exotics and maybe match it or exceed it. It wouldn't surprise me at all. If you had so many exotics, like it was, you're literally treasure hunting for these things. Like, Oh my God, I have this, but I still need to get these three over here. And and like, you keep searching for exotics. Like, it's a it's a way oh, yeah. to get you engaged and keep you going and playing something new. Um, I, I know when I got all my exotics, I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> so, but, yeah, some people were like that because it took a while to get them all. Yeah, for most people at least. Um, yeah, that would be interesting if they had that many exotics at the start of the game. Um, but it would sort of match the size of the game that we seem to be getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Begs the question, where are we going to put them? <laughs> Hopefully a very, very one right here, large... One right here, and I'm <laughs> running like that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine if we... That would be... So I think I may have mentioned this uh, a dozen or so times, at least. It would be cool if we had some sort of weapon, like an exotic 
like a double pistol or you could have two pistols. Just the animation of that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I want that. I want that to be an exotic. Bungie, make it happen. <laughs> Wasn't there a game that had weapons that you could only dual wield? Like there were specific yeah, weapons that you could only use as a dual wield? I'm trying to remember. Isn't Borderlands 2? Borderlands 2 has double... I thought you could double wield a, some sort of pistol in that game, right? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I've, I was playing it not that long ago, but I haven't done that for. I'm pretty sure Borderlands can do it. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm like going off memory. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea either. So look, we're stumped. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Moving on. Anyway, <laughs> next question is from DSB Overlord. Thoughts on the scope of character customization? Uh, next question. Oh, damn, <laughs> I'll take this. <laughs> um, so character customization was something that I know a lot of people were sort of like eh, over. There wasn't a whole lot of it. You sort of had this and that. At the end, everyone's guardian sort of looked the same. There was like six different options for the most part. You know, you could color your exo differently and. Uh, uh, well, not, but people wanted things like a mustache or a beard, something silly like that. You know, give us some uh, more character, you know, uh, make the characters maybe look more like I us. I want to look like Tormund. I'm going to have to. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Um, I think they're going to have some some more, but I don't I wouldn't expect a whole lot because most of the time you're trouncing around with a helmet on. So what's it matter what you look like underneath the helmet? It matters to me. <laughs> it Oh, that's God. how I felt with Fallout 2 and like Skyrim. I always like end up spending like so much time at the beginning of those games trying to get the character to look either kind of like me or just look really freaking epic. And then I proceed to put a helmet on where I never see his face ever again. And so it's like, well, what was the point of that? Yep. But I um, I do think it's kind of funny that we don't have beards in Destiny. That ju- That just seems strange to me. And especially because that was like the number one requested thing after people played the Destiny 1 beta was like, please add beards to this game. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and then they didn't do it in this one. But I was also thinking like, okay, what would be an exo equivalent of a beard? Would there just be like little antennas coming out of their chins? No, you know, those uh, little satellites or whatever they were from Big Hero 6 things that he yeah. controlled with his mind that's yeah. the mustache that created mustaches and that's that stuff like <laughs> <"Our fellas!"> <laughs> <laughs> i approve that'd be pretty cool all i gotta say is bungie you guys are in washington <laughs> state you guys have nothing but bearded men over there you should have at least put some beards in this game no excuse bungie right? i'm pointing the finger at you this is the <laughs> finger of shame shame for no beard Moving dun, on. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Yes. Anyway, to answer your question, I think it's, there's going to be a little bit more customization in there than Destiny 1. Um, and it might convince people enough to delete their character. Perhaps. Yeah, I don't really feel like I'm married to the character. As long as the characters don't have like uh, specific items attached to them, I, I'll delete it. I don't care about the look of my character that much. In fact, I'd rather delete the characters and start over. Um, I'll 
I would love to play around with that, especially if they have additional customization. So Bungie, give us the beards, give us the stash, <laughs> and give us the eye patch. I was with moving you up on. until the end. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Next question comes up from Jay. You had me, you had me you at eye patch. Had me at eye patch. <laughs> J Dog one two three four five. Oh. Okay, so little background to this. I'm just <laughs> reading this, the question. Gave us now. the most. Gave us just give us the most. I threw this one in there because I couldn't write what he actually was asking. <laughs> <laughs> so I just made something up that was sort of along the same genre because I thought he'd think oh, it was God. funny. So we can skip J Dog. No, we're not because here on In Orbit we face it head on. <laughs> J Dog, one, two, I'm three. Your challenge is too great. Will we ever? This is a legitimate question because think about all of the promotions. Think about all of the marketing that Bungie and Activision have been doing lately. This is a legitimate question. Okay, I'm so concerned. Here we go. <laughs> Will we ever see a Destiny porn parody? <laughs> no. I think that it's possible. I'm not going to say a definite yes. I think it's possible. Well, okay. A parody? I think it's yes. Possible. I probably, yeah. Actually. Yeah, a parody. Yeah, okay. not, not Bungie making porn. <laughs> no, <Okay>. no. <laughs> We're not going to do that. No. Okay. Then, so think, yeah, I probably, mean, honestly, because... I don't want to get into it, but it's a yes or no question. Do you think they would or not? So Do I think someone would? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I could see. Does that make me sad inside? Yes. I could easily see in the porn vi- parody them changing the traveler to either two butt cheeks or two <laughs> or two giant testicles with something standing uh... between. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, like the the, the ghost turns into you know what? Well, I'm not gonna even go there. Anyway, no. let's yeah, let's moving on. No, no, no. We already we already sparked the moving imagination. There may be children watching. Let's stop. <laughs> we already went full too on. Far. Oh, <laughs> we're cringing oh. now. Yeah. Oh, there goes the viewers. Oh, I just got cool. banned from Twitch. <laughs> so next question from Com- Justin right. Wynolds. <laughs> Hopefully, I pronounce that right. Are we going? Yeah, I'm gonna say that Justin Wynolds is right. Are we going to have the same factions, new factions, more than three factions? So this has been a rumor that's been going around for a while because of the Concordat and Lysander's Cry, which is in the uh, what was it, the update? Yeah, the I think it was the December um, update, um, and there's been rumors of a fourth. Um, faction that you can join or pledge to. I, I can see you guys are completely mesmerized by this question. <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping Stephen oh, Dogfish would take that because I was typing um, real quick. Yeah, well, I mean, there is some stuff that we know or that I feel like we know for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, in the in the beta, you could clearly see some in orbit or not in orbit, <laughs> dead orbit crates. In the uh, what was that place? The farm. the farm, yeah, at the farm. There was a bunch of dead orbit crates over there. Da, farm. The farm down on the farm. <laughs> Anyways, there was dead orbit crates there. Oh, um, it has the voice of an angel. <laughs> I I don't know, like honestly, what all they're gonna do about the other factions because we couldn't really see any sign of them. 
necessarily, but there is also like all these buildings that we couldn't go into at the farm too. So, you know, it could be that they're, uh, they're in one of those that we just couldn't see. And then also, I mean, it's also possible that they could be hanging out with Zavala or something, mm-hmm. or, you know, they could be somewhere else. Um, it could be that everybody got a little bit split up, which I mean, is kind of seems what happened in, uh, in the start of destiny Two, anyways, that everybody gets kind of scattered. So I wouldn't be surprised if we still see all the same factions that we had before. Um, and I would be surprised if we didn't see new factions too. Uh, I think we kind of know for sure that we're going to see um, Dang Nabbit. Oh, Ephrodite and her group. I'm like, who are all these people that I'm Gosh, talking Florida. about? Dang Nabbit, G, 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 Golly Willikers. G, Golly Willikers, Batman. Anyways. Um, oh my God, we're going off the rails. Anyways, yeah, we're going to they said we're going to see Ephra in this game that she's going to be playing a bigger role and that her faction is going to have a bigger role in this game, too. That we're going to have some sort of engagement with them. I don't know what that's going to be. But so I'd be surprised if that wasn't another faction. And, you know, we also have we also know we have new weapon foundries. What is it? Vice is the new one. Yes. So, I mean, we've got new guns coming out. Why not brand new factions as well that we haven't heard about? Yeah, well, we already sort of talked about some of the uh, possibilities for not necessarily factions like a dead orbit, but other people. Yeah. Like, what is what? What did the Devon K call his group? Like, he gave it a uh, like a military term, like the eighth or something like that, or the eighteenth or the thirty eighth or something. It's like it's almost like the the non guardians. There's still like a military. Like the guardians are like the space cowboys. And there's actually people, humans on the ground that are, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see you, dude. Um, there's actually normal people on the ground doing it in which you uh, get not just a hint, but you are plainly told in the video, uh, the video intro mm-hmm. for Hawthorne. So, um, yeah, I think there's going to be, they're not going to be factions like Dead Orbit or something like that or Vanguard. I think they're going to be sort of military units for instance, that run these different areas. There may be some on the other planets, too. Something. Those may be Guardians, but there may be something else in the European Dead Zone. Like Devon K seems like he's in charge, but maybe there's there could be something, some other area, like, a, you know, that has, like, a Devon K in it. All I know is I want to eventually pledge to a fallen house and be like, yo, I'm house power. Some, I just made up that name. That was a terrible house name. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, just like pledging to, to, to a fallen mm. house. Like that's what I want to see. Uh, I want to be friends yeah, with that would be cool. I don't. doesn't look like we're right. getting it yet, though. So I, I think we yeah. still have the three main ones. Wouldn't surprise me if as we play, you yeah. may, like, let's say when you get to max level, you get to unlock another one that you can pledge to, like the, the Conquered at. And like that'll give you some more story there. So you'll see some betrayers yeah. of of the dead orbit. Like I don't care about your black and white. Give me the green, the fist. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we we haven't. Se- well, wait, have we seen anything with the queen or house so judgment far, no. type of stuff yet? In fact, we haven't heard anything about the reef. Yeah, yeah, the reef. The reef, assuming that it's 
well, it's in space. It's far away. It may not have been attacked. Assuming it's in space. Uh, it could still be there. <laughs> Assuming it's <laughs> in space. It's in my space, words. It's far away. Guys, guys, please. My <laughs> words. My words. I know. They're not worth <laughs> All right. So I'm not always the, the best with the words. Next question actually comes from our viewers. I'm on 2-7. I hear you don't get your sparrow until about level 20. Do you think it'll feel missed? Uh, I, I don't think so. Hmm. Not at first, maybe. Like, you probably will a little bit, but it'll, you probably won't notice it too much at first, I think. Usually, if they don't give you a mount kind of a thing like that, you don't need it yet. They try and usually give you that stuff kind of when you need that sort of stuff. So, it could be just that we have maps where we don't have ridiculously long tunnels that we have to go through in between areas where we have to fight mm -hmm. things like you know that's kind of how it was in destiny one they used those almost like loading screens where you would just go through these really long channels where there wasn't really any enemies but you just you basically needed a sparrow to get there because if you wanted to walk all that way it was kind of a pain um so i think it probably will start out in areas that are a little bit more along the lines of like the dreadnought where you know it's you can walk everywhere and then, you know, they'll be expanded from there probably, but I don't think you'll miss it right off the bat. You probably will. I mean, you probably will at least a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be a big, big deal or anything. Yeah. I mean, hmm. yeah, I sort of, go ahead. Oh, you want to go first? All right. So I was thinking along the same lines, you're not going to miss it right away because you're probably going to be in a not a confined area but areas that you will be able to hit things quickly and you won't feel like you're running and getting bored trying to get to some place that's really far yeah. away also they did show some of the missions or the like was it a mission or it wasn't a mission um it was something it, an adventure there you go it was that adventure where you were teleporting around sorry for the little spoiler there for people that haven't watched or don't want to watch the video we did warn you the uh the teleportation is going on which leaves you in game but allows you to get someplace quicker so maybe that's going to be how they get you around like you just teleport like as you unlock certain things or get to a certain level or a certain ranking maybe this little adventures or missions you have to do to unlock those teleport spots yeah i think i thought it was yeah. cool that you actually got to use the teleporters the fallen teleporters to get to that one area and then you can you bring the the bomb spoiler yeah. You bring the bombs over, and then you call the, the Cabal, and they blow up. Um, with regards to, to his question, I think there's it's intentional. What Bungie wants you to do is explore. And when you, tend to go, when you get on a Sparrow, you tend to just drive right by through everything. They want to take it slowly so you can go ahead and explore the area and see exactly all these different things, um, all these different lost sectors, adventures, whatever. They don't want you to miss things just because you just drove right on by. Right. Indeed. Um, we had a question uh, from DEFCON as well. Uh, did you get well, that one? I think you missed that I one, I was right? going to get to that After one. Justin Weinolds? Thank you. Thank okay, cool. So oh, the next welcome, question comes from DEFCON 1. <laughs> oh, one, to be more precise. With the Hunter class ability being a dodge, what do you think they replace that skill with on the Night Stalker subclass, assuming it is indeed coming back? So, with regards to that, I think the dodge is still going to be there. Um, I think that that's just going to be a, a thing throughout the Hunters. 
But in terms of the Hunter itself, what are they replacing it with? It wouldn't surprise me if one of the skill trees had um, an ability for invisibility. Uh, <clears throat> crouching down or using smoke grenades or something, make yourself invisible. Yeah, I was going to go with invisibility as well, but I sort of hope there's a twist to twist it. And shit. Like more of a team utility invisibility. Yeah, make everybody invisible yeah. around you. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that where, yeah, you can get your, make your team invisible um, maybe for a longer period of time than the grenades we had right. um, in Destiny 1. Um I've been stumped with this, trying to think of ideas, honestly. Invisibility is the one thing I want to see. I'm pretty sure we will. I'm hoping it's different. And uh, like uh, Sleeping Dogfish just mentioned, is uh, something that the whole team can benefit from. I yeah. want them to go full-on ninja. Throwing stars, kunai knives. Get over here! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, throwing stars would be cool. I mean, we got throwing knives. Why not stars? That would no, be pretty it. awesome. Like a Genji style, like yes. three throwing st stars going out. That would be you're pretty cool. Away, drop Caltrops. Oh yeah! Instead of the one, yeah. Instead of the one knife, you could have like yeah, yeah. multiple knives. That'd be. I cool. want to drop I, Void Caltrops. Like, like That's yeah. what I want to do. You you guys <laughs> know what Caltrops are? <laughs> what? Those are the the like the spiky things that you throw on the ground, the small ones, and like if they run over them, they like they stab themselves. Oh right. Oh, that would be actually kind of cool. cool. Huh. I'm sorry for mm. using such interesting words. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now we all know a new word. We learned something today. And that's what In Orbit's all about. Oh education. <laughs> right? <laughs> all right. And that was it. That was uh, it yeah, for sure. Messages from the Wreath. We want to thank everybody that participated either in chat or sending in questions. We really do appreciate it. Again, if you guys want to send us questions, send it to inorbitpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> or send us a message on Twitter at inorbitpodcast. But now we want to get to our streamer from the, for the week. I know he was in the chat earlier. His name is Strickshot. You can reach him on Twitter at Strickshot, and that's spelled S-T-R-I-C-K-S-H-0. T and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash strickshot spelled the same way. He's on Twitch at twitter.tv slash strickshot spelled the same way as I mentioned earlier. And his stream times vary, uh, so make sure that you check out his social media for information. He wants you to know his chat is a very chill place and he wants to emphasize that with his viewers. But make sure you guys check him out. Strickshot, he does Destiny, I know that for a fact. I've seen him on the Destiny pages. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be doing stuff for Destiny 2. So check him out. Once again, it's Strickshot. S-T-R-I-C-K-S-H-0-T. All right. And with that, we're at the end of the show. But before we close this guy up, or is there anything else you guys wanted to throw at us? It's or oh my God, it's been about an hour and 20 minutes. What? Yeah. Nice. Well, there's a lot Absolutely. to talk about this week. No, that was a good that was a good solid hour and twenty minutes. I have nothing else. I think it's uh I think it's a good time to wrap it up as well. Cool. Well, we wanna thank you guys, and this stage is over. Hey.
All right. Well, everyone, we thank you for listening to In Orbit. We are available on a ton of platforms, so make sure you are spreading the word. The best way to do that is to share In Orbit with others. We are on <gasps> iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast for iOS, Downcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, YouTube, and we have an RSS feed. Links are available for each platform right on the Mash Those Buttons website at www.mashthosebuttons.com, baby. And make sure to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming this week on Mash Those Buttons. Make sure to check out the other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network at mashthosebuttons.com forward slash shows to see all of our podcasts. And for any questions regarding scheduling, check mashthosebuttons.com forward slash schedule for scheduling details. Check us out on twitter.com slash MTB site, twitter.com slash inorbit podcast, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Jordan, where can people find you at? You can find me right here streaming on Twitch, right here <laughs> at twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash IMTBot. And Sleeping Dogfish, where can people find you at? You can find me streaming on Twitch. Uh, I try and get five days a week, but lately it's been a little crazy. I, uh, Anyways, you can find me there at Sleeping Dogfish. It's all just one word. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter, again, at Sleeping Dogfish. I'm almost tempted to have you play the ukulele right now. It is over you there. son of a biscuit the one time. <laughs> the one time. Anyway, you guys can find me. me on all the different social networking platforms and gaming platforms via my screen name, GO2NRG. That's G-O, the number two, N-R-G. Make sure you contact us with any questions at the emails that I gave you, inorbitpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at inorbitpodcast. My prior events are not a memory. It is momentum. It advances, leads, and controls. Points and directs. Shapes and forms. I may not enjoy everything that lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What is in my past is my prologue, and what is in my future is my destiny. On behalf of the show, David, Jordan, Jarrett, and myself, and today's guest, Anthony, aka Sleeping Dogfish, we want to thank you for listening to our show, and as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your destiny calls.